0: Welcome to The Real Talk Podcast. Yes, welcome to The Real Talk Podcast. This is episode number one. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone for tuning in. Uh, Whatever platform you listen to us on, maybe Google, Spotify, Apple, whatever it may be, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Now, we're going to have a variety of different guests on. Some of them work within the business at ECO. Some of them are external. Uh, The idea is that we have a very real, honest, open conversation about life, what it's like living in 2020, in the middle of COVID nineteen, on Friday it was announced that the Northeast is going back into a, a, another sort of lockdown. Um, so we're going to be talking about that, talking to some external guests about mindset, uh, talking to them about how they've overcome adversity and challenges. Um, you know, and just to create a resource for everyone. Um, you know, whether you work for the business or you don't, to progress personally, professionally. Um, there's going to be some really open and honest and really, really authentic conversations going on, and I can't wait to get started. So we're going to kick things off this week in Episode 1 with uh, a conversation with Mark Crawford. Uh, he's a member of our team at ECO. Mark talks about his journey, what at first attracted him to work at ECO, uh, and what kept him here, more is the point. Um, but also how he's dealt with the challenges of COVID-19, now working from home, uh, and how he overcomes challenges in general in the day-to-day of doing his job. Mark, thank you for joining us on the podcast. You're our first guest, so congratulations. Um, so, So Mark, I know you've been with the business for how long is it now?
1: Two and a half year, just that'll be three year in March.
0: So you had your two year anniversary right at the start of all this absolute craziness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, what is it that sort of first attracted
1: you to EC? Do you know what? At the beginning, it was sort of a factor. I was working in Newcastle, so it was sort of a closer to home. It's sort of a one bus travel um, yeah. rather than three to get through. Yeah. And then because I started on outbound sales um, for Octopus originally. Yeah. Cause I came from customer service, so I just I wanted to sort of give the outbound sales thing a try as yeah. well, because I hadn't done it since I was eighteen. Um, I then moved over to economy energy customer service. Right. And just started really enjoying it, and I sort of, I was just sort of attracted. Like I say, it was closer at the beginning, and what made us wanting to stay was I made a lot of friends, and I'm still yeah. friends with a lot of them people now. It yeah. is what we'll all see it all the time as well. AC is just one big family. Sort of everyone yeah. speaks to
0: everyone sort of thing. Do you think it's, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that when you look at, you know, like yourself, I've been in the same position as you when you've looked at jobs and you sort mm. of, you see people say that quite a lot, but I, I get the sense with EC that actually is the case, that people are yeah. like a really tight-knit group of people. Was that a sort of an organic thing or were you conscious of, you know, when you started the job, right, I want to immerse myself in this or was it just something that, happen sort of organically?
1: It just sort of happens. Like it happens it happens along when you sort of move in teams coming out of training because you don't really know anyone when you first start a job. But you get to know people along the way and you sort of find where you fit in. And I feel like I've worked at a lot of call centres where people have had sort of clicks and there's been little groups, yeah. but at EC sort of everyone talks to everyone and you get to know every individual person that you see on sort of a daily basis, whether yeah. it's on a break in sort of the break areas or whether it's from a different team, a different campaign. Everyone sort of just talks to everyone and it's yeah. it's a really nice place to work for that simple factor as well. People.
0: Promote their business is having like an open door policy and all this type of stuff and you know managers are approachable like is in your experience is that actually the case
1: i a hundred percent like if you've got an issue whether it's an inside of work issue whether it's a personal issue there's always someone you can talk to whether that's yeah. a manager someone in HR like you say you can literally speak to anyone about anything and get the support that you need I've always yeah. found it easy to speak to managers especially on my campaign as well where i've grew friendships from them as well being able to sort of speak to people and different people because it's about problems that i've got
0: so i mean in that in that two and a half years has it been sort of because again the way people talk about and i'm very conscious that i don't want to make it all very sort of life is fantastic life is great yeah. you know in the challenging times at ec like how how has that been for you you mentioned you've had sort of support do you feel that there's an acceptance there that life is going to be up and down and you've had the support there
1: you have sort of the times that you go through where you sort of feel like you're at sort of the rock bottom of feeling sort of down or anything or like life issues like i see as well or even issues in work as well where there's yeah. been times where you're struggling with things that you have a bad call where it sort of hits you a little bit yeah. and you've got that support to just bring it back around once you have a chat with someone or once you have a chat with a manager and the support is really there to yeah. help us get out of that road that we'll find ourselves in sometimes because I think that's
0: again having done the job myself like many years ago that is one of the things that I think people can sort of approach differently when you've mm. had a bad call or you've had a run uh, uh, of bad calls mm like it, it can have and i think unless you've worked in a call center you don't understand how much it can get you you know yeah. it, can, it can floor you you know what i mean
1: like does, yeah.
0: what do you or how do you um sort of manage that how do you sort of pick yourself up do you accept that it's just going to happen and it'll pass or do you have any sort of coping strategies or anything like that
1: it sort of depends on it. Sort of depends on what type of call it's been. Some calls it can be sort of a customer just shouting at, your friend at you for an issue, and you get over it. Or sometimes it can sort of the odd customer likes to call you a name, <laughs> I try and get a yeah, yeah, personal. And um, so I always find myself just sort of taking a step back and just taking a breather and taking a couple of minutes just to collect myself again, yeah. and then just straight back on with it. Sometimes you just need sort of five minutes to just yeah. breathe calm yourself down a bit and then once you're on your next call it's a different person different story and that person might pick you up a bit and it might be a really really good call yeah. and then you just forget about the last one so I always just find myself taking a breath to I think stuff. I think that's
0: quite important and it's I think it's something it's a skill there that you mentioned that I think a lot of people could um, utilize it's mm-hmm. I think a lot of people and I've done this in the past when I was younger you have a series of bad calls and you've mm-hmm. almost written the day off you know, like if you have a a bad sort of few hours, um, or a negative few hours, your day's written off. But yeah. when you're you're saying there, and I don't want to underplay what you've said, but the ability to just take a step back, to have a breather, go out on your break, you know, remove yourself from the situation and go. Hold on a minute. Like what's just happened doesn't yeah. define me or my mindset or whatever. Uh-huh. Um.
1: It's just like a temporary thing, a temporary yeah. problem. I mean, you get over
0: it. <laughs> I, well, again, you know, it, uh, and I, I hate to use the buzzword of mental health, but it is everywhere at the minute. Like I think that is, it's a skill that people um, would get a lot of benefit from 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 learning. Is that ability mm-hmm. to take a breather, and as you say, just realize that it is temporary. It's not. No, not this isn't forever, and, and I know I appreciate as well. In the t- at the time. It's yeah. easy. I mean, it's easy for us now, we're sitting here having this chat, away from that situation, it's easy enough for us to say, like, oh, it's easy enough to overcome that. But yeah. when, you're, when you're in it, you know, and I suppose in a way that kind of leans into to what you were saying about the having that people around you. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. Would you say that there's a sort of a sense, especially on your, on your team, that if someone can see that you're having a particularly bad time or a bad day or whatever, that people will sort of you know put their arm around you and sort of say how are you you're all right or how do you find that you, are people quite perceptive to that around you when you're you're in the center
1: Oh, 100%. Sort of the people that I sit around and the people that are on my team, I'm very close to. I've got a really good friendship with them, especially. And I think that goes for most people as well in the call center. The people you sit with tend to be the people you're closest with at work. So they're always sort of, are you all right? Do you like need a chat? Like, do you need five? Like, whatever it is, they're always there and make sure you're all right and just tell you, like, it's fine. It's one call, take your breath, jump back on, you'll be fine. Like, just let it fly over your head. You've always got that bit of support from your team as well.
0: would you say that's I know and I know you mentioned it earlier on, but would you say that that support and that group of, of people that you have throughout the business would you say that that's the sort of the sole reason that you've stayed with EC for so long? I think
1: that is one of the main reasons because it's sort of when you've got that support and got them friendships, it makes you love where you work. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like it's sort of you. It's one of them things where you think if I go somewhere else, am I going to find that? Which nine times out of ten you might not. Um, but it sort of makes you like your job that little bit more having that support and I enjoy sort of going to work. I love the call centre itself, sort of the incentives we do sort of when we have the summer and Christmas parties and things like that. It's just generally a nice place to work and to yeah. actually do, be doing a job, it is a good place to work.
0: Um, you mentioned obviously being in the call centre. I know at the, at the minute you've you've been working from home for the last week, did you say?
1: Yeah, the last week. So
0: yeah. h- how how have you found that? Because I think a lot of people on the surface look, hey, working from home, it's great, you know. Like, how w- what's it actually like? I mean, as you can see, I'm working from home at the minute, but <laughs> um, but like, what's it been like for for you to make that adjustment?
1: Yeah, it's been a bit of a reality kick, to be fair, because sort of you always have that in your mindset. Oh, working from home, it's going to be so much easier. But like, we've got sort of chats on our computers where We can keep in contact with our team and talk to people, but it's sort of. It's a way of not being able to just turn <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. someone from your team there just, like, yeah. this call or this email and just, like, have a bit of a nap throughout the day. It's a way of adjusting to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a definitely a bit of a reality kick once you're actually working from home and in that situation. <laughs> yeah. And are you finding that sort of trying
0: to um, almost replicate that team environment over... You know WhatsApp or or Skype or whatever it may be. Are you mm. finding that that's still there, or do you, are you finding it a little bit sort of difficult not having the people
1: around you? No, I think it's sort of been. I'm not going to say that exact same, but it's sort of the yeah. it, you've still got sort of everything you need there. So yeah. I'll hear you, hang a meeting now and again throughout the day, and that'll be sort of one of the guys of the team. Hi, hey, how are you? You're all right. Like how's yeah. working from home, and then we've got like the group chats as well, which will all have a bit of sort of banter in just throughout the day, sort of keeping ourselves going. So it's sort of the the banter side of it and stuff still being the same all yeah. the chats and stuff. And it's still a bit of morale that to keep you going as well.
0: And I think in, in, in this type of job, especially, I mean, correct us if I'm wrong, I think that, that banter sometimes gets you through. End of the week, everyone's looking forward to the weekend. And there's almost a buzz like in the call center when everyone's sort of engaging with each other and they're excited and, I've never come across anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's it, that is quite unique, and I would probably go as far as to say that that's quite unique to EC. Like, yeah, you know, I, I mean, have you worked in other call centers before? Or was this the sort of? The
1: yeah, first? I've worked in. I've, I've worked in a few sort of going through being a teenager, sort of finding sort of jobs and things like that. And I've never had. I've had sort of obviously friendships and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. call centers, but I don't think it's ever sort of been as close knitted. And sort of the boost that you get from it as AC has actually been. Yeah, and I don't know whether that's well, I've worked at call centres a long time before and I've never had sort of friendships the way I do with the people I've got now. Yeah. So I think it's definitely a unique thing to EC in my experience, of course. yes yeah.
0: definitely. Um so, you know, you mentioned sort of you've been there two years, you've worked in other call centres. Is there something like what's the next step for you? Are you wanting to to progress within EC or are you just sort of happy where you, where you are at the minute?
1: I'm happy with where I am at the minute, but I've always had sort of a progression mindset on yeah. work. You sort of if you're seeing your post goes up or if any sort of promotional post goes up, I do always apply for it and yeah. sort of go to the interviews and things like that. Um, I haven't I haven't got quite lucky yet. <laughs> Fingers crossed <laughs> for the next one. But yeah, I'm definitely wanting to progress within sort of AC in the business. I love working there. It's yeah. just somewhere I prefer to stay than moving elsewhere. Do you know what I mean?
0: And do you think that the i mean again we see a lot of um posts on social media about jobs and whatnot um do you think like there's an actually there's a culture within the business that wants to promote people like you who've been there who've bought into to to what he sees about you've done the job like do you think there's a culture of wanting to, or the business wants to sort of elevate you to the next level, do you think?
1: Yeah, definitely, 100%. I, I sort of look at agents that I've been friends with and sort of even started with. I've yeah. started with people that are now managers. Yeah. Um. So I'd sort of see that firsthand within the call centre that you see the agents that have been there for sort of multiple years progressing up to manager statuses and senior advisors and going even moving over to HR. I've worked yeah. with a few girls on Phones that have actually moved to HR, like Emily, who now does sort of the social media side of things. I yeah, work yeah. with. You sort of see your friends and the yeah. people you worked with that time moving up. So I think there's definitely sort of a culture within EC to see our agents progressing to the best they can be as well.
0: Awesome. Listen, Mark, I really, really appreciate you joining with uh, today. No,
1: you as well. It's been a pleasure, cheers. Cheers, Mark. Take care,
0: mate. Bye, hey. bye. Hope you enjoyed that I really personally enjoyed that chat with Mark Um, Mark is a really really nice guy Super talented as well actually I found out after our chat That Mark is actually quite a talented singer Songwriter And I would probably go as far as to say A bit of a rapper and an MC as well So if you get the chance to have a chat with Mark about that I'm sure he'd be very happy to talk about His passion uh, and his talents for music Now if you really want to help the podcast out, we'd really, really appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review. Uh, we'd take four stars, but preferably five stars. Um, we're going to be running some incentives, um, competitions on social media as well for anyone that does leave us uh, a five-star review. So head to facebook.com forward slash we are outsourcing, uh, and there'll be more on there about that. Once again, guys, thank you so much for joining us, uh, and we'll see you on the next episode of The Real Talk Podcast.